Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchable News. It's Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Senate is in and all eyes are on a possible border deal. Number two, where the three Johns stand on Trump ahead of the New Hampshire primary. And number three, a look across the political landscape. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Uh, As I mentioned, the Senate is in, the House is out. All eyes are on whether or not uh, a deal can come together between Republicans and Democrats on an immigration border security package uh, that they've been working on for weeks. Uh, Forward progress, but certainly not at the finish line. No, and and Chuck Schumer spoke this weekend with Chris Murphy, the top Democrat on that, Senator Kirsten Sinema, uh, the former Democrat, the independent from Arizona, Jeff Seitz, the White House chief of staff, and other key pl- players in the negotiations. Republicans also had a, a number of those kinds of calls. Um, if there is an agreement, and we're not, we don't have a good sense of whether there will be, uh, we won't see text until Tuesday at the earliest. That is the um, earliest we will see text. That's tomorrow. But remember, Chuck Schumer said last week uh, at the White House, we scooped this, that uh, he wa- a, a deal could come to the floor as early as uh, this week. So he, there's a lot of incentive to move. I think the White House and, and um, uh, Senate Democrats think that if the and Senate Republicans, quite frankly, if they get some sort of agreement, it will uh, put pressure on the House. I, I don't know that I agree with that. We'll have to see. I don't think the House is going to touch this. I think that whatever the Senate produces is going to um, go over like a lead balloon in the House. And the Senate, and then House Republicans are going to have to figure out. Mike Johnson's going to have to figure out um, whether he he tries to amend this deal, do, whether he does his own deal. All of those things are on the table. But Anna, a big week that uh, uh, with the Senate, only the Senate in town, a big week um, in terms of whether there will be a deal. Yeah, listen, I mean, I think the important thing here is the Senate is trying to find a way forward, certainly on this border immigration package, but there's the larger context of what this package would entail, which is some sort of Ukraine funding. Maybe it's just for security, not the broader uh, package that the Biden administration has been pushing for, for aid to Israel, one of America's closest allies, uh, among other things. And so a lot of this, uh, you know, unclear if there's any pathway forward for any of it, but certainly uh, all eyes are on it. A lot of pressure uh, among senators. And uh, also, I think, you know, certainly from Mitch McConnell, right? The Republican from Kentucky has been leading the charge for Senate Republicans saying that now is the time they have to get it done because, you know, if there is a President Trump, there is never going to be a a package like this that's going to move forward. No, and that's the argument that people are making, that this is a, a unique opportunity to get this done. Um, and uh, uh, I guess they're, I would say this. They are really, um, the White House and Senate Democrats tell us all the time that this is, they're they're taking this one step at a time. Getting it through the Senate is the first step. Then they'll figure out the House. I mean, I, I we've argued that it would have been more advantageous to negotiate this with the House first, but alas, uh, we don't make those decisions. Um, and it's going to be uh, just another very pressure-filled moment for Mike Johnson if this gets through the Senate. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Andrew Desiderio has a look at the three Johns, of course. That's John Barrasso, John Thune, and John Cornyn, the trio that are 
possibly in line to succeed Mitch McConnell if and when he no longer is the leader of Senate Republicans. But looking at uh, how the difference of opinion uh, when it comes to them, and it's a microcosm of the Senate, really, uh, whether or not to support former President Donald Trump just a day before the New Hampshire primary. Yeah, uh, there is uh, a big difference here between the three Johns. John Barrasso is the only uh, one of the contenders, so the only one of the uh, possible successors to Mitch McConnell who has endorsed Trump. That has not gone unnoticed, Anna, in in Trump world. Let's put it. Let's put it that way. This is something that um, has been uh, both in the leadership and in Donald Trump's political orbit. Something that has been lo- caught a lot of eyes. Let's put it that way. Um, they are listen. None of these people. None of these. Neither. None of the Johns. Let's call them. Um, is is guaranteed to be the next leader. And there's a there's an argument to be made that Donald Trump is going to have a huge say if he's elected president on who the next. Uh, uh, Republican leader is. And by the way, Mitch McConnell's not going anywhere. Mitch McConnell is still the Senate Republican leader and um, for for the foreseeable future. So uh, it's always interesting to watch these dynamics, always interesting to see how these three men are comporting themselves in the Capitol and the political decisions they make. Well, certainly, and I would say, you know, if you let's pack unpack it a little bit further, which is you have Senator John Thune, Republican from South Dakota, very of the three, the most hardline kind of opposed publicly willing to say, you know, that he he's not supportive of uh, the former president. But I think a little bit of softening we've seen with John Cornyn, right? He's been critical of the former president. He was whipped when he uh, was president, uh, but still now saying, you know, could this is in the in the item on Trump. He looks pretty good, pretty well right now. And it looks like President Joe Biden is at a historic low. So uh, that's a that, that's a little bit of a warming, I would say, uh, when it comes to how John Cornyn has put the political future of Trump, con- considering where he has been over the past six months or so. Yeah, I would just say that that um, Trump world, broadly speaking, wants full throated endorsements. You know what I mean? They're not they're not they're not interested in in softening and 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 uh, tiptoeing around the issue. They want people to endorse Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump is going to be the nominee unless something unless something happens that we don't see right now. Uh, and they want uh, every elected Republican to be fully behind him. So uh, that's the weakness of that argument. All right. Let's uh, take a look around the political landscape as our number three story of the morning. Max uh, Cohen has a couple of really interesting items. I thought in this morning's AM number one scooping that Representative Mike Garcia, the Republican from California, a vulnerable Republican facing a tough re-election contest acknowledged, saying the private stuff out loud on a private campaign call that Speaker Mike Johnson doesn't have the same political chops as former Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Not necessarily surprising, given the fact that McCarthy was super helpful to Garcia, gave him a bunch of money, but still, um, we haven't seen a lot of members kind of say that out loud. Uh, really interesting peek behind the curtain, uh, Anna at what lawmakers say on private uh, private phone calls, private donor meetings. Uh, this is something that uh, when I first saw it caught my eye when when Max first showed it to me. Uh, that And by the way, Johnson has been very good uh, on the fundraising front, a lot better than people had uh, assumed. But th- this is a, a very clear um, uh, criticism from Garcia of Johnson, something that 
uh, I know that the speaker's team is is not too happy about. I'll say one other thing, Anna, on a separate topic. Uh, the If you're on the Hill today, do not be alarmed if you see emergency vehicles and low-flag helicopters, Anna. Uh, they, the Capitol Police, exactly. Whoa, that caught my eye, too. The Capitol <laughs> Police is working with our federal partners on a routine training exercise on the grounds of the U.S. Capitol. So if you're in the Capitol, you might see a helicopter. That would be a... Uh, that would be uh, 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 an interesting thing to see on a Monday morning here in Washington. There you go. You heard it here first. One other quick note that Max is reporting. Uh, some news here. The DCCC hitting House Republicans as anti-abortion extremists in a new digital ad that coincides with the 51st anniversary of the Roe versus Wade decision. Another example of Democrats trying to hit Republicans uh, where they see where they believe they have uh, a, a weakness uh, on the political front. And also, interestingly enough, David McCormick, the frontrunner in the Pennsylvania Republican Senate primary, headed to New Hampshire later today for an event, Jake. Uh, interesting to see how the Republican Party in Pennsylvania is really coalescing around Mr. McCormick. Yes, uh, absolutely. And someone that, by the way, the uh, uh, Senate leadership really thinks is a great candidate, uh, obviously did not make it last time, but thought thinks is somebody that could uh, be a senator come 2025. And as you say, people like the Trump in Trump world, like strong endorsements, obviously in the last time when he lost Trump backed uh, Dr. Oz who lost to John Fetterman, but now they uh, appear to be getting close in New Hampshire right ahead of the primary. So interesting to watch the developments in the political races. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it with your friends, your family. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also go deeper on everything we talked about this morning and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody. 